Hello, how are you? Welcome to the podcast, the Could Be Comedy Podcast, special episode number 10. Woohoo! We did it. We made it to double digits. I did it. You guys didn't do anything. Anyway, what makes this episode so special? Well, let me tell you. I have a guest. Yes, for the very first time, I have got a guest. I wrangled someone in, I guilted them, and now they are part of it. Let me give you some, uh, let me give you an intro, okay? I got Jake on the podcast, all right? Some of you may know him, some of you may not, but let me tell you, he's, uh, he's a great guy, all right? Got a heart of gold, met him in fourth grade, Miss Lambert's class, shout out Miss Lambert, and uh, ever since then, we've, uh, we've been just the best of friends. Isn't that right, Jake? Yeah. Uh, also, I think Miss Lambert is almost definitely dead. That's so. great. So it was it was so nice to hear from you, and uh, I'm glad you could stop by and take the time out of your day to be on this podcast. And um, there you go. So there, I'm I'm just kidding. It was a joke. It was a bit. Okay. Let's get down to uh, brass tacks. Let's 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 talk, Jake. Uh, so Jake, what's your deal? Um, my my deal. What, yeah, what what's you, your deal? What do, you, <laughs> what do you what do you mean? You know, what's your deal? I um I'm twenty six. I am approximately six feet tall. I got uh scoliosis and soupy farts. Um soupy farts. Yeah. You know. Soupy farts. Like a like a chowder. Uh, I mean, I was gonna go more like no, like like miso, you know. And um, you're welcome, okay. audience. I'm glad that that was my intro. Yeah, way to go, me. Good one. Miso worried about this podcast. <laughs> nice, nice. Thanks. So I've Jay, been making in five puns. words or fewer. All right, who's the host? Okay, all right, all right, okay, fuck you, go. <laughs> In five words or less, Jake, how do you propose we eliminate white privilege? Go. Uh, I could do it in two. Ready for this? Are you ready? Kill whitey. Well, you heard it here first, folks. All we have to do to achieve equality in this great nation of ours is kill whitey. That's it. I wanted to say I want that to be on my tombstone. I want it to be a twenty foot statue of me, and then it, it's me holding a sign, and the sign just says, "I'm glad I am dead because I I was white." I hope you're not uh, planning on making it out of marble. Because uh, marble's white. Oh, okay. I was, I was like, it's, this sounds like the setup for a pun that I don't understand. Oh no, I don't, uh, I don't do puns. Yeah. Didn't you just do a miso one like less than a minute uh, ago? No, that's just my accent, racist. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry about that. I, oh, uh, speaking of puns, you know what? Let me, uh, let me hit you with a pun here. Okay. All right. It's good. It, <clears throat> let me tell you a joke. Okay. I have a friend who is very passionate about geology, okay? His biggest hobby growing up 
was collecting rocks. When he got older, he decided he wanted to become an archaeologist. He devoted his life to rocks, okay? He soon became one of the world's leading archaeologists, okay? Geology was all he ever thought about. He never married, he never had kids, and honestly, I barely saw him. But there was but I was there when he held a party for his doctorate celebration. Woohoo! At that party, he unveiled his prized possession. He had commissioned this incredible piece of rock and turned it into a statue. It was beautiful. He was so proud of that statue. Unfortunately, that was the last time I saw my friend. A couple of days later, a group of burglars broke into his house to try to steal the statue. My friend tried to stop them and was killed. But I'm happy to say that the police caught the murderers, all right? I was there at the court hearing, and I was there for the sentencing. I'll never forget what the judge said. You should never take life for granted. Was that worth it? How long is this podcast? Like, however long. It's it usually as, like it 25 minutes, right? I want it to be. 25. You just wasted. That was like a full <laughs> minute you spent on that joke. A full well, you know, minute. You got to pad, uh, pad the time somehow. I guess so. I mean, I got one. I could do one. Um, but I'm going to fuck up the you wanna do a, a low form, uh... Yeah, I got you. Ready for this? Okay, go ahead. Go for it. Yeah. All right. Uh, so... A uh, a man goes to a dentist and he says, "Doc, Doc, my uh, my denture plates are 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 just falling apart. Like I I don't know what's going on." And he's like, "Oh, oh, well, I, uh, let let's talk about it. What's what what have you been eating? You know, what's been going in your mouth that might be deteriorating these?" He's like, "I don't really know. I mean, I really love um, anything that's got a lot of." uh sourness to it you know like a, like like citric things but i especially love uh hollandaise sauce that's my that's my big thing these days i put it on everything breakfast lunch dinner you name it and the dentist says oh you know what it is there's a lot of lemon juice in um hollandaise sauce uh so the acid in the lemon juice is probably corroding your plates the guy says, oh, okay, okay. Well, what are we going to do? And the dentist says, uh, we're going to replace your, your plates with uh, chrome plates. And he says, uh, why chrome plates? That makes no sense. Chrome's a very soft like metal. It's going to bend very easily in my mouth. And he says, well, that may be true, but there ain't no plates like chrome for the hollandaise. There you go, folks. Which one was better? Leave a comment, subscribe. Tell me which joke was better. <clears throat> Top 10 things that you liked about my joke. Yeah. And you know what? Speaking of plates, I got another one for you, okay? I got another joke for you, all right? I have a friend who's very passionate about geology. Last summer, he got a geology-based internship in San Andreas, and I'm telling you, he loved it, all right? His favorite part was examining tectonic shifts. And after his internship ended, the firm offered him a job to continue his work in San Andreas. But then, uh-oh, 
a rival firm offered him a job with better pay, job security, and benefits. But he'd have to move across the country. He ended up sticking with the original offer because my friend is loyal to a fault. You're reading these. There's, you don't have this many geology jokes off the top of your fucking head. <laughs> you, you have a website pulled up in front of you. Don't you, motherfucker. No, no, no. Don't no. you. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll give you I'm that. sorry. Am I, I, am I, I am pulling reading, the curtain back too reading, much? I am reading. <laughs> I am reading these jokes, but I'm reading them off of my own notes. Okay. These are jokes that I have written. And that uh, loyal to a fault joke was written... Uh, four years ago. <laughs> you wrote that? You yeah, wrote both wrote of those jokes. Three. Yeah. Okay. That's not bad. I mean, Did I you, have, uh, I mean the, the pun is a pun is a very common pun, but I wrote the uh, story behind them. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, uh, it just so happened you put it that I, uh, stand up set geology based jokes. Well, yeah. because I didn't, it didn't fit. <clears throat> I think I did. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. Okay, can I talk to you for a second about that stand-up set? Yeah, go for it. Uh, I'm kind of fucking pissed that it went over so well, to be honest. Um, <laughs> just because I have been so utterly terrified for for years to try stand-up, and I hear you have to bomb, you have to bomb, you have to bomb. From every comedian that I talk to, right? And then fucking you just go up and smooth talk your way into success right out the gate. So, you know, fuck you and your success and your uh, comedic talent, you piece of shit. <clears throat> well, you know what? Sorry, everyone. By, by the way, I have a bit of a allergy season. Anyway, um, you know, yeah. It was, uh, it was, yeah. I'm, to be honest, I was, I was really nervous, and um, when the order was decided, and I found out I was going third, I was like, okay, that's fine. And um, I had my set, you know, already prepared, and I ran it through my head. And I think I mentioned this before, but when you write jokes, they're funny at first, right? Maybe to you, okay. But then as you keep repeating them, they really lose their luster. And that just really adds another layer of uncertainty and insecurity. And the guy before me killed it. And I was like, um, I honestly was so nervous. I went to the bathroom. I thought I was going to throw up. And I knew I just, I just like, I had like four drinks prior to me going up. And um, it, it really just depends. Like once you're up on stage, you just gotta get in that mindset of like, I need to do this, otherwise, you know, I'm mean, gonna be, I'm gonna, I'll, I will bomb, and then no one will laugh, and I just have to leave the stage, right? So you just have to make sure that first joke lands. And yeah, I heard the same thing about having to bomb first, so I, I try to make a joke about that. And uh, I think the biggest thing is just the environment where you're at. Like I knew about like half the people that were already attending the comedy night, and. Um, it was specifically a comedy night and yeah, familiar faces. So, you know, you just have to, you just, I mean, once your name is called, you just have to go up on stage. Right. So I think my biggest advice is just like, you know, write jokes you think are funny and then just, <laughs> just go up there. You can't worry about bombing. That's yeah. Funny. 
You know, it was a lot more packed. Um, I've been to a few comedy open mics uh, here in in America, um, and I've never seen it seen it nearly as busy as it was whenever you were on stage. Uh, you remember we used to go to some back in um, Carbondale in a college town in southern Illinois. Uh, we would go and see our friend Eric Brown. Shout out. He's got a, an album on Spotify, by the way, now. Uh, have you listened to it? It's really good. Um, no, but, I think you were better friends with Eric than I was. I think the only uh, time I really did see him was that open mic night. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, and there's always like six or seven people. You know, they, people just don't want to see amateur comedians unless it's their friends. They want to see professional comedians or bust kind of thing. Like um, even here in Florida, like I've been to a couple different open mic comedy nights and, and it's usually like five dudes. The only people that are there in attendance are the other comedians waiting for their turn. It seems like. <laughs> so everybody's, it's kind of yeah, this that's, weird. That's, just, that's generally the scene, you know, um, whenever standup is mentioned in uh, standup or whatever in media, it is generally, yeah, just other comedians waiting to go up and maybe, like, two other people. But, yeah. Um, well, here's the thing. The, another thing was that comedy night was taking place during the World Cup and right before the England game, I think. So, like, there was a lot of people there just to watch the games. And oh. they were drinking, you know, for the games. So that's why there were so many people there. They wasn't just coming out for comedy night. It's... It was more of it just so happened to be comedy night, and then the World Cup. So it's so not. Really, I'm not saying I'm really a big draw or there. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't um, know. Generally, I mean, it it won't be that crowded, but it'll still comedy night at Shipyard generally has quite a few people show up just because it's a it's a it's a big hangout spot, you know. Really? Okay. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, we went there when you visited. We went to Shipyard. Yeah, no, I know. We went there. I will not forget Shipyard. We went there every night the whole time that I was there. <laughs> you were just like, well, I guess we're yeah, going to ship. Uh, and I was like, all right. Oh, God. And then yeah. it's got At that the, time, the other bars that we hang out, or I did after you guys visited, because my friend moved his bar into town. But um, yeah, Shipyard's great. Um, yeah. What else is there to talk about? <clears throat> I do want to bring up uh, the straws issue again, okay? Apparently, it's a much bigger issue than I predicted or that I thought would it would be. Uh, a lot of different hot takes. Very divisive issue, straws. And um, I'm curious to ask you your opinion about this, this media storm surrounding straws. Okay, all right. Uh, so here's the thing, right? Um this is kind of like a bigger take on everything. Uh, but it, it, this, it's perfectly exemplified by this, right? Individual straws. Um, they, what they've done, they've started having coming out with these like reusable metal straws. Right. And I was like, cool. Awesome. You know, that's better for the environment. And it's like, everything's a little better. You know, we use less plastic, whatever that, um, the metal straws could be recycled both, by individual users and, you know, actually recycled for their materials. Uh, but then it comes out that those metal straws are often made from um, nickel, which is mined unethically, right? So the big thing that I 
keep running into. It's just that like, it seems like you can't fucking do anything right. You know, there's, there's like, like uh, no matter what it is that you're doing, people are just trying to find ways to, to tell you that you're wrong. You know, like, it, Hey, Hey, they're grasping at straws. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. I need to get um, a pun counter. Yeah. No, you should call, you should make a bit. Keep talking about straws, the status of them, and then uh, keep coming back to it and call it grasping at straws. That's going to be your big thing. Rename the the podcast. If I, if I did a if I did a bit <laughs> like that, if I made a podcast all about that, I think for my listeners that would be the straw that broke the camel's back. Wow. <sighs> wow. I I want to I want to come back with something else, but I don't even have anything else. That can top that uh that piece of comedic gold. It's no wonder you won that award. Uh, most likely to become comedian in high school, while Ooh, I was I was I stuck have to with bring it up myself. I know that while I was stuck with um, uh, 2010's most random, which is another way of just saying the weirdest fucking kid in the class. Which is you know, I thought most unique and most random were kind of similar things, and I was hoping for most unique, but uh. Not the case. They gave it to some blonde-headed fuck whose name I don't even actually remember. So I rem- I remember his name, and uh, he has that condition <clears throat> where he has a uh, caved-in chest cavity. Oh yeah, I. What is the name? I every time I try to think of the name of that, I think it's like Margeston syndrome or something. But then we look it up. We've had this conversation like between the two of us like six or seven times where we talk about this idea of this disorder and then we look it up and then I'm like, I wasn't even close. And then we're like, Oh, well moving on. And then that he, in uh, itself happens so he often. He used to say he would eat cereal out of his chest cavity. I'll just look it up right now. That's fucking disgusting. And also <laughs> there's like some angle questions involved in that, right? Like if he's laying on his back and he tilts his head up to like, do it and then he has to kind of lean his back that just sounds like a mess waiting to happen that's a bad plan apparently it's, the... apparently it's called pectus excavatum 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 i don't know it's like uh, latin or something but there's another name for it right something syndrome um not that i can uh, see here on the wiki uh, abstract here but um, I want to go back to the straws thing just for a minute. I think you really hit on a good point where there's this thing nowadays where people just like to be critical for the sake of being critical. And I, I don't mind people being critical. It's just, the, it's just when you don't add any substance to it, okay? You can say, hey, you can use metal straws, but you should know that they're mined unethically or whatever. Okay, so what is your point? What should I do about that? Okay, there are people out there with certain, let's say, physical um, handicaps, or maybe they're physically incapable of lifting a glass to drink. They need straws. What should they do? And that's the big issue that I have with this. It's just people yelling, oh, the thing you're doing is also wrong. You know what I mean? Um, I think a good example is when someone buys an electric car and you have all these detractors saying oh but the electricity comes from coal blah 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 
And it's like, okay, well, I guess I'll go, I'll go fuck myself. What, what should I do? Should I just go back to using my gas powered car? Like what, what is your, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, for sure. Um, yeah. The, um, it, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's just it. It like the, uh, the, the, it seems like there's, there's a necessity a lot, um, to be right and deliver the zinger more than it is about like actually arguing between two people. Right. Like, like, it's more about having the one liner that you drop off and then leave the room or whatever, uh, that it is about actually like conversing with another person, sharing your opinions, and maybe one of both of you walking away, like more informed. Like every, it seems like every argument nowadays ends with two people pissed at each other and not, you know, two people who understand each other's point of view a little better. Okay, first of all, you're wrong. I no, can't believe you would say that. Was, that was a joke. I can't believe and that. No, I totally, I totally agree. And I think it's just a symptom of social media in a way. Um, it's really hard to have an actual civil discussion or have any civil discourse, let's say, on Facebook or Twitter. Um, I've seen posts that are somewhat divisive, you could say, and someone will inevitably comment a uh, conflicting opinion and just to spark conversation, right? But then you'll have like 12 other people jump on, like jump on this guy and dogpile him for his opinion. And what does that solve? You know, like what you said, you end up just having two people becoming even more polarized and they dig down they double down on their opinions, and it's just it's just not a great way to um, yeah have a discussion. You know that's the thing. Not not many discussions nowadays. Not many actual arguments. It's more of hey, here's my opinion. Agree with me. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's uh, echo chamber by design kind of thing. Um... I don't, yeah, especially because you can yeah. cultivate your friends list and who sees your posts. You know what I mean. And not only that, like the the algorithms of these kind of websites um, help you do that, right? Like like they suggest to you other people who um, like the same pages you do or follow the same people you follow or whatever it may be. So it kind of further drives that wedge in the middle, right? Um, by like making sure that your voices are only really going out to people who already agree with you. Um, and your, your ideas and opinions are just with people with the same people who already like are on the same page or at least, uh, uh, analogous ones, you know, like similar ones. Yeah, no. Yeah. I see that. It's yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. I mean, the big thing is, how many times a day do you see a post on Facebook just saying, you know, does anyone else hate Trump, you know, and you'll have likes and it's like, but, <laughs> okay, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, right, yeah. Yeah, it's like regardless yeah, and, of, of uh, anybody's politics, it's just kind of like, they, like people just want to be, I don't know, what's the word? They want to perform for everyone and they want to like say what the other people want to hear, but it's also what they think because the only people who think that 
all the people around them are also think that already. So it's what they also think. And then uh, like this kind of cyclical thing where they spit out their opinions and people are like, yeah. And they're like, so what about this? And they're like, yeah. And then it's like, and more of this. And they're like, yeah. And it just keeps going and going and going in this kind of like positive feedback loop of divisiveness and like polarization on e on both sides, really. Or, or, you know. Oh yeah, of course. It's, it's, it's on both sides and you get so entrenched in your beliefs and then you have all this support, but then, you know, then you meet someone with a different opinion out in like the real world. And how do you react to that? Do you actually have a discussion with that person to see how, you know, their perspective is, or do you just yell them down and, you know, have, um, you start hitting people's bike locks, you know. <laughs> is, is that like a specific uh, reference? Because I don't think I... Or do you, you never just heard like about bike lock guy? Bike lock guy? There was a protest, I want to say a couple of years back, with, uh, was it Antifa? Oh, and, right. Um, I want to say, and don't quote me on this, I might have some of the facts wrong, but I want to say there was a, um, maybe a rally for, with conservatives or Republicans, something like that. And a T Antifa showed up and tempers flared and you have both sides yelling at each other. And at some point, a guy with a bike lock, like a, one of those U bolt locks just starts swinging and like hits a guy in the head and you know the guy goes down he's bleeding and you know the bike lock guy runs away and um i don't know i i don't really understand antifa as an organization or what their motives are um i think it's kind of weird if you think you're on the right side of history quote unquote but then you dress in all black with face masks and you know like what if you're if you think you're so right if your cause is so righteous do you really need to hide your identity i, I, mm. I don't know but yeah you know, i don't know you I, shouldn't hit somebody in the head with a bike lock <laughs> <laughs> that, let take that the lesson the the what you take away from this whole podcast not anything that we've said but uh just that one little snippet tomorrow if one person doesn't hit another person in the head with a bike lock because of us I could die happy. Hey, that's honestly. a victory. Yeah. I want to say. This, uh, has uh, this podcast been funny yet? Yeah, I was going to say it's the <laughs> could be comedy podcast that we got like all serious. I was going to try to crack a joke about Antifa being my R&B singer title. Um, and then maybe improvise some sort of bastardized Erica Badu song. But uh, you know oh, what? You know what? What? Um. I went to a Vietnamese restaurant yesterday, and I ordered the Antifa. <laughs> there you go. That's, there's All a right. joke okay. for you. I got you. All right, we've made our minimum quotas. We're, this is now the, yeah. the now dumb we can, Starbucks. Yeah, we, made the, yeah, now we, we said one joke. Now we can spend 10 more minutes talking about uh, – politics <laughs> yeah yeah that's a good nice light-hearted conversation no, I, uh, 
Should um, we wrap it up or should we keep going? What was I? What was I gonna say? We can wrap it up. I'm gonna edit that part out. Oh um, wow. No, I want to. Yeah, I want to get into some more lighthearted uh, topics uh, instead of us uh, exposing ourselves as alt right or Nazis. Um, yeah, let's get into more lighthearted stuff. You know, we've we've been friends for a long time. It's been what sixteen years, I want to say. Jesus, yeah, seventeen because we're we were nine. Oh, because of the time difference. Yeah, seventeen years. Oh yeah, sorry. We have, I mean, we have a a wealth, a treasure trove of memories we can we can talk about, and um, we should do that instead of yeah talking about politics. I think so. I don't think. I, I don't you know, think people I can, come to this podcast expecting politics. <laughs> yeah, I can. Uh, I can go into uh, what. What I don't remember which episode it was, um, but on one of your episodes, you uh, mentioned the Great Fert debate. Um, I could give you my uh, side on yes. that if you if you expose it to the world to the half dozen of people who listen to this fucking thing. Yes, half dozen. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's half Baker's dozen. So, um, so yeah, no, so a person <laughs> I was hoping that you were going to be like, uh, so I'm glad that you did. Um, yeah. So back in the day, right. Um, it was me, Andy and Charles, Andy and Charles were, uh, a lot quicker in their speaking than I was. I was a lot more, you know, like I didn't speak as much. Uh, I was a lot quieter back then. Um, so they are throwing jokes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I'm just kind of along for the ride. And they throw out, uh, this idea of, uh, the word Bert from the, from the nerdy rap battle thing, um, from like way, way back. And at first I'm like, I, it, it happened so fast. It was all a blur. The first like week, and then you guys just start calling each other Firths, and I'm like, "What are you even talking about?" And then uh, Andy spells it with an I, and Charles spells it with a U, and I'm just like, "What? Okay, uh, but I I don't know what they're talking about, but I want to be a part of this too." So I uh, I started spelling Firth with an E myself, and uh, that's that's the truth of the matter. It's it's I believe it now. You know, I believe it in my heart, in my soul of souls. Son, like, if I ever get a tattoo, that's the only tattoo I'm gonna get. It's gonna be the words with an E. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, uh, but it started out very much as me just wanting to be part of what you guys were doing and um, listening and being a part of the joke. I never knew that. That was uh, that wasn't really as lighthearted as I wanted it to be. It was kind of. It's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, That's um, my whole thing is that I make go. things, I go into like uncomfortably sad territory and then I just leave you there. That's, and then when we both wallow in it and uh, nobody's happy. Yeah. Could be comedy podcast. It could be comedy. I mean, that is technically yeah. true. See, I'm the operative part there. I'm the could be. This, this could be. <laughs> There you go. Well, no, I think I, I I'll I'll take the I'll take the reins on that one. You know, it is it is my podcast after all. I uh, I'm liable for all things said on this podcast. The views that are shared, you know, 
all of them. And, so uh, I could say anything, and you would yeah, have to deal I with will, it. Uh, I would have to deal with it. Ooh. You can say anything. Go ahead. Ooh, uh, say, something, say something controversial. Uh, Try to make it funny. I uh no, there's I'm all of these all of these horrible things are going through my mind. I'm just like, oh my god. Just yelling out uh slurs that you would have to deal with. Or uh Oh outdated terms that we don't use anymore just for the sake of offending people and then having that liability fall on you. That's I right, no one listens to this anyway. Yeah, that's true, that's fair. Makes me wonder. Do you remember? Do you remember the uh, the mix CD I made for you to listen to in your car? Oh my god! <laughs> in the two so, months between okay. me getting my license and your license. So this motherfucker, right? He he. Uh, I got my license because I'm I'm like, uh, like thirty five days He's older than, by a month. than yeah than uh, than Charles. So. I got my car, I got my license, everything's all hunky-dory. I'm giving friends rides home, and I give Charles rides home. And um, I was li- really into, like, ska punk at the time, and Charles was really not into that. Uh, and so Charles one day just shows up with a CD, and it, I don't think it's labeled at all. Um, no, probably not. Uh, <laughs> and CD all just, written on it. Yeah, he just puts it in. And it just starts playing this like jazz fusion, like Phil Collins, like really Charlesy stuff. Um, I think the first track was Chicago. You're an inspiration, and then um, you're the inspiration, sure. Yeah, uh, and then the uh, the oh, second man, track Lover was by Phil Collins on there. Easy love. Okay, look, even back then that was kind of a jam, you know, for me. Like I've lightened my stance a lot now, and I I really love that song now. But like back then, when I was all like, if it's not at 280 BPM, I hate it. You know, like that. Um, but the uh, I only shop at Hot Topic. Oh Jesus, checkerboard for life. Uh, I had um. I gotta wash my Jinko jeans. I did have those. Oh no! Oh, I should have never agreed to come have, on this podcast. Not have Jinko jeans. I had Jinko jeans. They no, weren't. They were big ass jeans with the chains on them. With the what? The, like the chains on them and stuff, the big pants. Are you thinking of trip pants? Yeah. I think you're thinking of trip pants. Oh, they got trip pants. What are Jinko jeans? Jinko jeans are just huge baggy jeans that you can fit your whole fucking head in next to somebody's leg. I definitely had a pair of those. At least one. You don't remember? I bought like the boot cut. I remember you wearing loose fit uh, Levi's. But uh, what was I talking about earlier? Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. All right, sorry, folks. We had a bit of a internet issue. Apparently, it's a bit wonky when one person is recording in Hong Kong and the other person 
is in Florida. So I believe we were talking about Jinko jeans versus trip pants, and apparently I did not know the difference. And uh, Jake here said he had a pair of Jinko jeans. So let's uh, resume the conversation there, shall we? Yeah, I had a pair of Jinko jeans, um, and they had the big hammer loop. And uh, because baggy pants were the thing, you know, you would sag your pants and you were cool, but I didn't realize that uh, you sagged your pants by, like, having a large waist and not all of the jeans needed to be huge. But uh, that was my big thing is that I would just wear really, really giant clothing or, like, really, really tight clothing. Do you remember we used to have um, – we used to go bike riding around uh, around our hometown, and I had these like spandex Under Armour shirt that I would wear. <laughs> Do you remember this? And it was so tight yeah. because I bought the extra the small compression shirt. You had a compression shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And my it, my arm hairs would poke through it. That's how like small and tight it was. Jesus. Ugh. Yeah. See, I was gonna say since you were in like punk music and ska, I would. I would think that you would have, you know, the skinny jeans, but back then, to get skinny jeans, get that look, you needed to actually buy women's jeans because back then, wasn't really in men's fashion, so you had to buy the. So I would have thought, I would have thought you would have had the uh, skinny jeans, but yeah, you used to wear, <laughs> you used to wear, ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus, loose fit jeans. If this and, was, um, you could, you could cut in pictures that fucking picture of me with a chicken in my mouth what the the picture from lunch where it's me wearing a street light shirt <laughs> yeah there it is <laughs> no the picture is <laughs> is you eating a, a spicy chicken sandwich but you had spilled pepsi on your shirt prior so you had to wear my old gym shirt which is this big St. Louis Cardinal shirt. Oh, right. That was it. That was it. It wasn't a street light shirt. I forgot. Yeah, but, um, uh, yeah. I'll use that. I'll use that picture as the, uh, Oh no, don't do it. Pocket. No. Okay. You brought well, it up. I guess it's too late for that. Isn't it? Like by the time people hear this, they'll have already stared at this picture for like however long this podcast was. Well, you know, I'm, it's already on Facebook. I'm sure they've already seen it anyway. Great. But just as, awesome. a, as a throwback Thursday hashtag. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we've, I think it's been like 30 minutes or so. Let's just, uh, let's wrap it up for now. And um, I'll re-listen yeah. to it, see how it goes, do some editing. If I don't think it's, uh, if I don't think it's that funny, I'll probably, uh, I'll probably delete it, to be honest. Okay. Well, that's perfect. <laughs> um uh, thanks for having me on, uh, and uh, I want my sign-off line to be my third line in this podcast, uh, kill Whitey. So I just want to say that I do not endorse any of the views uh, presented here on the podcast outside of my own, okay? I don't... Uh, I don't want to kill white people. That's, uh, white people are great. Don't okay? listen to him. They brought us... They, He's we, not yeah, telling you the truth. Think about it. Think about it. it we, we wouldn't have a we wouldn't have the Big Mac without a white person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God! What a contribution.
Well, there you have it. Um, thank you for listening. I hope you had a good time. I had a good time recording it. And, yeah, thanks so uh, much for coming guess- on. Um, yeah, Kill Whitey. Yeah, it was great to have a, a friend on and have an actual conversation with somebody for the uh, for the first time in a long time. I'm just so alone here in uh, my hotel room. <laughs> anyway, that's the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and I will see you on the next episode of the Could Be Comedy Podcast. Bye. Oh, wait, Jake. What should the uh, intro song be? Um, My Sharona, because it was on that TV. My Sharona? Yeah. Yeah. See, I was... Shitty when I brought that up, I was hoping you would uh, you'd just bring up My Sharona and how I'd play that on loop to make you mad, but you didn't. So uh, We kind of got off topic there. I was going to go between that or Love Fool and how much I hated both those Oh, songs. yeah, by the Cardigans. I love yeah. cardigans. I wear them all the time. All right. Well, I don't know if uh, there's a copyright issue with that, but I'll do my best. Get a MIDI version what of it. What should the outro um, song be? Uh, the outro song um, should be uh, that song from The Breakfast Club. Uh, 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 we're not going to take it. That one from The Breakfast oh. Club. Oh. I'm not doing that. That's stupid. Okay. Well, then I'll just... That was, the, this is, that was the dumbest thing you could have said. I hate to have to end the podcast on that note. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then, uh, what do you think it should be? Um, I don't know. Maybe another mashup I made. We'll see. I'll think of something. Make it two nights, two nights, two nights. Oh, actually, yeah, I'll do that. That's a there good. That's now that's a good idea. That's what we should end the podcast on. Thank you. All right. Thank you. There you go. The official uh, request there granted. And uh, yeah, let's just end it. Okay, this is the this is it. Hope you enjoyed the outro song. Bye. Bye. Don't, 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 don't,